welcome to the Your Trainee Program podcast. My name is Priyash, the host of the Your Trainee Program podcast. Your Trainee Program is about making personal development accessible for you. So don't forget to subscribe on www.yourtraineeprogram.com and receive the free effective conversations cheat sheet, which will give you some tools to manage a conversation your way. And as you might have seen, we are also on Spotify now, so just to make things more easy for you. So if you like this podcast and it helps you in any kind of way, please leave a rating behind on Spotify. It's really easy and just takes one click. So in our latest episode, episode 15, we talked about why you would want to get uncomfortable and how you can reach growth by doing so. So today I want to talk with you about getting outside of your own head, which can also be quite uncomfortable. Also, I want to address this topic based on my own experiences business-wise, and I want to state that I am not a mental health professional in any kind of way. So if you struggle with this topic and it prevents you from functioning in a way that limits your life, I highly suggest that you reach out to a mental health professional. So, let's dive into the topic. Getting outside of your own head. What does that actually mean? You probably know a situation, might have been in the past and it might have been now, that you have been ruminating about a certain topic or maybe an event. So, this situation plays inside of your head, within your thoughts and you don't communicate to others about it. It lives there, right? It's easy. I know, the mind is a beautiful place, right? But, unless you turn your thoughts and ideas into action, you won't benefit from those thoughts. So let's fast forward a little and apply this thought in a business setting, where communication and interaction between people is often needed to be effective, right? So what will happen if you don't share your thoughts or your ideas? You might not contribute as much as you want to, to solve a problem, or maybe a problem might not get solved at all, or much later, because it stays in your head. And maybe you had the answers, and you chose not to give them, or you didn't dare to. If we look at conversations and discussions in specific staying inside your head, it can be a real pain in the ass. And a lot of us, including me, stay there inside our own head. And why is that? We have all kind of presuppositions. What if I say something and people will think I'm dumb? These people are much smarter than me. Why would I know the answer or make a difference? That is all the random stuff we tell ourselves which might not be entirely true or which might not be true at all. And what happens next? Of course, you hear somebody ask the question which you wanted to ask but was too afraid of. And of course, people nod like it was some kind of rocket science question. So what does this example give us? Of course, it can be scary to open your mouth in front of an audience which can seem threatening. Seems. Because you probably probably have not figured out if they really are, or if that is the way you perceive them or perceive things in general. So first, 
you will have to figure out what keeps you stuck inside your head. And it can be one or multiple of the things I just mentioned. Second, if you know what your roadblock is, you can try to tackle it by checking your presuppositions. And this sounds like a rational thing where you can make some kind of list or something like that. But I highly suggest that you don't do a comparison of everybody's qualifications and their study backgrounds which are with you in a meeting or in a certain setting. If we take the example of thinking that everybody else is smarter than you, ask yourself, is that a reasonable thing to believe? I guess a lot of other people are at the table They are probably very smart or else they wouldn't have had a seat at the table. But so wouldn't you. So there must be something which you are bringing to the table that separates you from the others. Of course in a positive way. The next step is to overcome your roadblocks, your fears. And I know from a personal view that it can be really challenging to overcome your roadblocks. Let's say that you really think and believe that everybody else is really smart or smarter than you are. You probably won't just think, hey, whatever, I'm just going to do my thing, tell them stuff and whatever, right? Or else it wouldn't be a roadblock for you. Again, from personal experience, I know that this can come with tension, even with elevated heartbeat and with heavy breathing. And this, believe it or not, can be normal. Because you are going to break a habit or belief which you have lived for a long time. It's exciting, right? Probably you guys think, I'm not going to do that, I'll just leave the excitement to others. That's okay, but really, if you dare to experiment, if you dare to try, you will discover some great things about yourself and you can break those barriers. Just like I discovered that I'm probably not the dumbest person in the room. But I could only figure that out by trying and by failing, of course. And I need to say that this is an ongoing struggle for me and it stays a challenge. It's that much of a challenge that if I start going into my own head and don't speak my thoughts, the harder it gets for me to engage in a group in a certain conversation. I even have built some triggers for myself to engage in conversations as soon as possible, right in the beginning. If I don't do that, I drift away to my happy place called the Mind Village. And at some points, that's just not where I want to be or how I want to be perceived. So when I just started experimenting with getting out of my own head, I just did my homework about a certain topic what the meeting was about, whatever it was about. And I wrote some simple things and statements about the subject on a piece of paper. And the assignment for myself was clear. I just had to share these statements with the people in the meeting. And then you just have to observe what happens. Because what happens next? Will people laugh at you? Probably not. Will people tell you that it's a stupid view or a stupid answer? Hey, Probably not. And pay close attention. Because this is where the mind learns that presuppositions are just presuppositions. And nothing more than that. And again, I'm not saying that this is easy. 
it will take you a lot of effort because you have thrown a lot of barriers for yourself and maybe you're doing this for a really long time because that's what you have set for yourself. It's probably the highest and therefore most difficult bar to pass, the bar which you have set for yourself. You also need to give yourself some room for error. Inefficiency, we want first time right, right? We just want to tackle those things and have the answer and we, it has to go right the first time. But in learning, in developing, you have to do something a couple times in order to get better at it. So show yourself some grace and leave a little room for failure because you will learn every single time and will get a little better every single time. Intentional or even non-intentional. Also set some triggers for yourself. I told you about my little cheat sheet where I wrote assignments for myself. But you can also think of different things which can help you. It's different for everybody. Everybody has their set of triggers or their set of smart things which work for you, right? For example, if you have someone which you trust and can share this stuff with, ask them if they can help you to get out of your own head. I have a great example of one of my former managers. She was this really quiet but brilliant operational manager. The thing is, she didn't like to engage in conversations because she thought that she had nothing to bring. And after we tackled that viewpoint, we agreed on her engaging more in certain meetings because her way of getting people on her team was actually brilliant. She didn't saw it that way. So we agreed that if I kicked her under the table, that it was her time to get out of her head. She had the tendency to drift away and yeah, we made an agreement. If I kicked her under the table, she was going to speak her mind and share her ideas. And at first, there was of course a lot of anxiety, but along the way, she grew into a confident manager which spoke her mind whenever needed because she learned that when she shares her ideas and her thoughts, that people listen to her, that the ideas which she had weren't ridiculous, not at all, they were brilliant. And I'm very curious, what what helped you get out of your own head? What did it bring you? I'd love to hear that and what your best tips are for dealing with those situations. Actually, that was it for today. It was quite a short episode, but I just wanted to share with you how to get out of your own head and what it can bring for you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And again, I love to hear from you what your, from you, what your best tips are and how it treats you. Make sure to state them in the comments. And if this is your first time or you just haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to subscribe for the podcast. If you like this podcast and it helps you, It would really help me and perhaps even the rest of the world which can listen to it if you leave a honest feedback or a review on Spotify. Let me know if this helps you out in your daily quest for personal development and what you want to see featured in this show. And I'll make sure to get back to you about it. I wish you a pleasant, productive working week. Cheers! Cheers!